morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, July 22nd, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Today's episode is a previous recording from April 6th, Holy Week. We will be back with new episodes on August 10th. Welcome everyone to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolter. And I'm Brett Goodeman. And we come to you three times a week and we try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today we're going to focus on Holy Week, which began yesterday with Palm Sunday. But before we begin, let's pray together. Our prayer today is from the father of the Protestant Reformation, Martin Luther, but we've adapted it just a bit for our modern ears. Let us pray. O Lord Jesus, help us. Strengthen our faith and trust in you. In you we have sealed all the treasures we have. We are poor, you are rich, and yet you came to be merciful to the poor. We are sinners, you are upright. With us there is an abundance of sin, and you is the fullness of righteousness. Therefore help us to remain in you, from whom can we receive, but to whom we can give nothing. Amen. Our scripture reading today is Psalm 118. We're going to read verses 1 to 2, and then pick back up again and read 19 through 29. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. Let Israel say, his steadfast love endures forever. Open to me the gates of righteousness, that I may enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous shall enter through it. I thank you that you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Save us, we beseech you, O Lord. O Lord, we beseech you, give us success. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God and he has given us light. Bind the festal procession with branches up to the horns of the altar. You are my God and I will give thanks to you. You are my God. I will extol you. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So one of the greatest paradoxes of our faith, one of the greatest, you know, things that doesn't make sense happens this week. We begin with Jesus riding into Jerusalem on a donkey, and everyone is happy and excited for Jesus to save them. But then it doesn't happen the way they thought, and so anger rises up and anger begins. 
Tara, can you think of a time something didn't go as you planned? Yes, and I'm glad my daughters aren't here because they keep a long list of those things. <laughs> but the thing that comes to mind is um, I decided one night over dinner to give my girls the talk about the birds and the bees. Mm-hmm. And what I didn't anticipate is that my youngest daughter was probably too young. So over dinner, I very casually tell the whole thing. And my older daughter doesn't say a word, which makes me think she's heard it before. Yeah. But my younger daughter was like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to be a girl. It was just a train wreck. So I do that kind of stuff all the time. (laughs) What about you? Um. What comes to mind is when I was about 10, we went to my grandparents for Christmas. And I was, the, with my grandparents, they would give us one bigger gift and one smaller gift. And, you know, in the words of Michael Scott, a gift is great because it shows you how many dollars worth someone loves you. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my thinking as a 10 year old and i'm going down and my older brother gets these sweet rock climbing shoes i'm like well this is gonna be a good christmas my (laughs) my little brother gets like a remote control helicopter i'm like okay this is this is good my younger and my youngest brother gets you know a really cool flying frisbee and i go to open my gift and (laughs) it's a bible and i I don't know what they're trying what they were trying to say but then I was like, it's okay, that's my big gift, but we still got the small gift. And we're going down, and my youngest brother also gets a Bible for his small gift. And his name is engraved on it, and I'm thinking, okay, my small gift better be the big gift. And my small gift was a Bible cover for my Bible. And, you know... Apparently it all worked out because now I'm a pastor. So apparently my grandparents knew something that they I knew. didn't. But, and it was a great mo- bonding moment with my father who could sense my disappointment. <laughs> and so it became a joke of he got a hammer and he's like, all I got is a hammer. And I said, all I got is a Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, <laughs> so this passage tells us the stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. And we profess our faith in Christ, but sometimes this is lived out today when people become upset with the church, when the church isn't what they thought it would be. We can relate to the crowd's anger of failed expectation. What do we tell people who have been hurt or disillusioned with the church? I feel like everyone has a story. Yeah, and I I think I want to begin with confession and say I've been in that place, right, where the church isn't what I thought and I'm all righteously angry and um but here and I do think we are at a point in our faith lives where we feel like we can't be angry that Christ isn't what we thought right we know fully human fully God so it comes out in kind of this other way um but here's what I think I would tell someone who's hurt or disillusioned with the church and I tell them this because I've seen it lived out And that is the absolute truth that God can still bring about God's will and God's goodness even when people do the wrong thing. Hmm. Now, wrong thing is what I think is the wrong thing, right? But but I think, you know, um, I am deeply broken, everyone is, and yet God uses these imperfect things that may drive us crazy to bring about God's will. What about you? I mean, when I come upon someone who has been hurt 
who is disillusioned with the church, my first response is, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry that happened to you. And I Uh, think that's important for people to hear a pastor say. And, and, and let's, let's mourn that untruth, that wrongness, that sin that has been present in your life. Um, but like many other things that can be redeemed. And we believe that redemption comes through Jesus Christ. And if Jesus can use me and Tara to help lead the Good church Lord, in all our Good Lord, he can lose anyone. <laughs> he can use anyone, right? Uh, I, I want. I want to. I want to tell that person that that isn't all the church is. Um, Brian Stevenson, author of Just Mercy, continually says, "You aren't the worst thing you've ever done." If, if you've murdered, you aren't a murderer. That, that isn't where the story stops. And I would say the same thing of the church. Um, the church isn't the worst thing that, it, that it's done, uh, that it can do better. And you know what? If you've been hurt by the church, tell us about it, and let's make sure that never happens again. Yes, let's use it mm-hmm. for good. Um, and I do want to own that there are some things that have happened to people in the church that the church can't redeem. Hmm. But Absolutely. to them, I also say, God still loves and cares for you. Do not confuse a broken institution with the Lord God. Amen. Two very separate things. Um, I think I also want to say, you know, the passage from Paul that says, now we see through a mirror dimly. One day we will see face to face. I do know that having been in church leadership for a while, there are often things that I may know that lead to a decision that others don't Mm. or can't know. Mm. And so I try to give everyone that benefit of the doubt. I try to assume that maybe there's something I don't know um, that leads them to this. But again, at the end of the day, I'm just grateful God can use anyone. Amen. So in closing, um, I want to share with you my favorite poem. It's by Wendell Berry, and it's called Manifesto, the Mad Farmer Liberation Front. And it can be found in Berry's book, The Country of Marriage. It's a little long, but what I love about it is that it challenges the way we live our lives, and it raises some of its own paradoxes. So here it is, Manifesto, the Mad Farmer Liberation Front. Love the quick profit, the annual raise, vacation with pay. Want more of everything ready-made? Be afraid to know your neighbors and to die. And you will have a window in your head. Not even your future will be a mystery anymore. Your mind will be punched in a card and shut away in a little drawer. When they want you to buy something, they will call you. When they want you to die for profit, they will let you know. So friends, every day do something that won't compute. Love the Lord. Love the world. Work for nothing. Take all that you have and be poor. Love someone who does not deserve it. Denounce the government and embrace the flag. Hope to live in that free republic for which it stands. Give your approval to all you cannot understand. 
praise ignorance. For what man has not encountered, he has not destroyed. Ask the questions that have no answers. Invest in the millennium. Plant sequoias. Say that your main crop is the forest that you did not plant, that you will not live to harvest. Say that the leaves are harvested when they have rotted into mold. Call that profit. Prophesy such returns. Put your faith in the two inches of humus that will build under the trees even every thousand years. Listen to carrion. Put your ear close and hear the faint chattering of the songs that are to come. Expect the end of the world. Laugh. Laughter is immeasurable. Be joyful, though you have considered all the facts. So long as women do not go cheap for power, please women more than men. Ask yourself, will this satisfy a woman who is to bear a child? Will this disturb the sleep of a woman near to giving birth? Go with your love to the fields. Lie easy in the shade. Rest your head in her lap. Swear allegiance to what is nighest your thoughts. As soon as the generals and the politicos can predict the motions of your mind, lose it. Leave it as a sign to mark the false trail, the way you didn't go. Be like the fox who makes more tracks than necessary, some in the wrong direction. Practice resurrection. Friends, we are so glad you joined us on this Monday, and you, we hope that you will join us again on Wednesday. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel so you know when new episodes come out. Now, may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is upon you.